Hey everybody, it's Lee and this is Let Us Say It For You. So I'm gonna do two episodes tonight. You're gonna see this episode and the next episode in the same outfit. Just be happy I'm doing it, okay? Because it was this close. I was supposed to start the episode like three hours ago, but then the BT Awards kind of caught me off guard. They were really fucking it up. And then I just kind of got lost in that. But I, I stopped. I stopped because I have to get this done. I'm sleepy and I have work in the morning. So um, let's start off. I have to try to go back to some things I wanted to cover the week before last that I didn't get to cover. Um, the week before last was the weekend bringing in was the week bringing in Juneteenth. So happy belated Juneteenth to all the blacks out there. I, I am very vocal about black people being very celebratory about this holiday. Fourth of July ain't got shit to do with us. I said what I said. Okay, um, when 4th of July happened, I made a video about it. I posted it every single day before um, Juneteenth. But um, uh, 4th of July, uh, America got its independence in like 1970 something. Don't quote me, I don't remember, but 1970 something. And Juneteenth was in 1986, I think, or 1965, I think. So either the point is when America got its independence. Black people were still slaves. All that fucking fireworks and shit had nothing to do with us. We were very much so still in the struggle. So I just wanted us to put a lot of emphasis on um, Juneteenth. So I wish I could have made an episode that week, but I was going out of town that week. I was going to Jamaica and it was just really hard. And Juneteenth, June 19th is also three years of the podcast. So I did post that on the podcast page, but I didn't get to do the episode because I was so busy. And that's the struggle. And it's, I was trying to get Micah for the, the podcast episode. And I'm like, y'all kill me with that because I literally see Micah like three times a week. I talk to Micah every day. We just be busy, you know, her baby, he's like almost kind of walking. He got teeth and shit. It's just a lot. So I, I, I'm sorry but I'm, I'm trying to do better. So happy Juneteenth, happy belated Juneteenth to all my black people. I love you, I love you, I love you. Shout out to you guys. I hope you did something. And if you didn't, don't worry about it because God willing, we will have Juneteenth again next year, right? It is now a holiday. I used to take off work, but I get it off now. So I just, I celebrate, you know what I mean? Um, I'm not a big fireworks popper, it freaks me out, but I do like them kind of. So I try to... Um, do it. So either way, I just hope you guys had a really good Juneteenth. And again, it's been three years of the podcast. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much from me, from Big Mike. Um, I just really appreciate the people that I have. Um, thank you, Joan. Shout out to Joan. Hey, Trail. Hey, thank you, Trail. Um, thank you guys so much for three years. We would have had way more episodes if we were consistent, but I'm trying to be like a new me, new bitch, right? So I'm, I'm doing better. Okay. I'm gonna do two episodes tonight real fast. So anyways, thank you guys so much for three years and happy belated Juneteenth to all the black people out there. I love y'all. Um, all right, I'm gonna breeze through these because the next episode is the one that really got everything I wanna talk about. So I'm gonna just try to, I'm gonna try to get through this. All right, so um, Kevin Gates, right? I'm not a huge Kevin Gates fan. Um, I'm not a fan of people that I feel like are just rude for no reason or just mean for no reason. And I never um, I never knew much about Kevin Gates, but he rubbed me the wrong way one time when I think, I think it was Angela Yee or some other interviewer was trying to like touch his hand or something. And he was like, 
for a lack of, I can't remember exactly what he said, but it was basically like, bitch, don't touch me, you're unclean. It was kind of like that. And I was like, well, damn, bitch, what you came up here on my show for if I can't even shake your hand or if it's not even a hug? And I'm very big on not invading people's privacy, if you will. Hey, everybody on TikTok. Sorry, you guys are a little further away. It's hard to interact with you. But um, I understand wanting your personal space and all that, but I just felt like he was rude with his delivery. Um, and then a little bit after that, he had that whole debacle where he literally kicked a bitch in the face. And I believe she must have touched his stick or something. I don't remember. But I just feel like I'm not saying you should be sexually harassed, right? Um, I, I'm not an advocate of that. However, you are a celebrity. And I used to always wonder, man, like the celebrities be right there singing or rapping. I used to wonder if people didn't grab their dick. I, I wouldn't grab no dick. But if I had a homegirl that wanted to grab his dick, I'd have been like, grab his dick and tell me what it's like. Right? I want to know, like, what Kevin Gates got, what anybody got. Either way, somebody must have touched his dick or something. He kicked shit out this girl. And I think he went to he went to prison for it for like a year or a couple months or something. It, they sent him away because he did it. And my thing was, I just felt like you can't be kicking bitches in the face, Kevin Gates. So ever since then, Kevin Gates has been kind of rocky for me, but I always admired his relationship with his wife, right? It seemed like this beautiful woman, Drika, and Mr. Gates had a really nice situation. And I was like, all right, cool. So then imagine my fucking surprise. When I see JoJo, JoJo is from Love and Hip Hop Miami. I didn't even watch that. Uh, I think it's still, I think it's still on, but I don't even watch it that much. I just, I try to, if I can catch up, I'll catch up. And um, I remember her from the show and he's apparently with her. So I was kind of looking at him like, what is this? What are you, what are you doing? I thought your wife was your temple and all this other shit, right? So how, how do we go from there to now we're, we're fucking somebody else? So I did also hear, or I guess I looked at the comments and fans of his said, y'all act like him and Drinka didn't say they had an open marriage from way back when. So I was like, oh, well, I guess that's why you stay out of people's business. So they did post a couple of things. And then, so while I'm sitting here feeling a little annoyed by his antics, um, I saw a little bit after that, um, I saw him with, Drika, they were like hugged up like just recently like two days ago and I was like okay well it seems like they worked it out but a little bit before that like last week he came out with a freestyle talking about all this shit he wanted to do to Ruby Rose and Beyonce and Nicki Minaj to the last two which of which are married women right and then Ruby Rose her reply was you know Kevin Gates freaky as hell which he does seem very freaky there's a guy that likes me that really likes um Kevin Gates and I just feel like that's the type of shit he'll say to me. Like, you know, I want to drink your bath water. I want to eat your pussy from the side. I'm like, I mean, you can eat it. For okay, so whatever. But I, I was just like, this is so much. This is so extra. It just seemed so disrespectful. And if you guys have watched even a couple episodes of the podcast with Micah or without Micah, you know, I'm very big on respect. I just, I want Black men to do us better. But imagine my fucking surprise preparing for this episode. It turned out Drika must have cheated on him with her fucking um, personal trainer. So I was like... Okay, well, <laughs> okay, I'm not saying it's okay, right, because it's wrong, cheating is wrong, so shame on her, he came out with a verse after him and the JoJo girl hit the scene, he was like, you know, I made the drinking song to protect her, um, protect her image, 
and apparently drinking must have cheated on him or something. So I don't know. Um, the point of me bringing this all up was just to point out that they are yet another example of relationship goals that people love to have and their relationships be fucking weird, right? I won't go as far as to say it's fucked up as she apparently fucking her personal trainer and he apparently fucking Jojo and they were just hooked up kissing with the kids three days ago. So apparently it works, but this is very familiar. This is given Will and Jada and look how fucking far from grace they have fallen, bitch, because Jada worked my fucking nerves. I just talked about Jada like two episodes ago, I think, or maybe last episode, I don't know. So um, all that was to say, you know, everything that glitters is not fucking gold. Every old metaphorical analogy that your grandparents, your teachers, anybody has ever given you saying, it ain't, everything ain't what the fuck it seems like. I don't know what the fuck Mr. Gates and Mrs. Gates got going on, but everybody fucking other people and also fucking each other. And it just seems very messy. So I'm just saying, you know. Just adjust those goals, guys. These goals, these couple goals. Uh, Beyonce and Jay-Z, a lot of people think they're couple goals. I mean, I mean, I guess. I, I don't know. I don't, ha I don't have a couple goal. If you can show me a couple that personally really likes each other, I just want to like my nigga. I want to really like my nigga. I'm going to love him, right? But I want to like him. I want to like being around him. Like, I would like my nigga to be laying on my bed right there while I'm doing a podcast. This is the type of relationship I want. So if it's not that, then you can miss me with it. I really don't care about the gold and the glitter. Uh, Gucci and, 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 and I don't know I want to say her name right. Keisha. It's Keisha, right? Keisha Kior. Um, shout, first of all, shout out to Keisha because she's Jamaican, blah, 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 blah. But um, look at what the fuck she had to go through. Bitch, to, to be Mrs. Um, Mrs. fucking Gucci, I just felt like, I, I don't know if I'm going to hold you down. I got kids and shit. Like, I don't know if I'm going to do all that. So everybody kind of wants the, the benefits of sitting in a, a tough situation like that, not really understanding what they got to go through. And I don't know. Again, I don't know Mr. and Mrs. Gates situation. I just know the bits and pieces I have. Like I said, I'm not a huge fan of the man, but um. This whole situation, I was ready to light him up. I was like, damn, you were talking about how she your queen, da, 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 da. Now you're putting her out. And then just to find out, sis apparently been fucking other people. So, I mean, hey, um, all that glitters is in gold. Please be careful. Wear condoms. That's the best advice I have for that. Um, no one know anything about those people. See? We don't know what the fuck they be doing. Who y'all? This filter is too much. I don't look crazy, you know? What about that? Yeah. Um, okay, so thank you. All that glitters is in gold. Get your shit together. Um, Carisha, please. So Carisha, please got her show came out the week I was supposed to do this episode, which is why I'm talking about it. Let me just say, I am very, very, very proud of this bitch. I am very proud. As somebody who, you know, I never read Lauderdale, but I have been in South Florida for most of my life. I was born in Michigan. I grew up in Jamaica and I spent most of my childhood. Well, the latter of my childhood and all my adult life in South Florida. So I am from Lauderdale. I guess. I'm so proud of her and JT um, just for, especially Carisha in this type of situation, because I would have never pegged her to have her own TV show and do this. And the bitch first guest is billionaire Dick Diddy, right? On his motherfucking network. I just feel like we, Ross, we have to we have to congratulate Carisha. I, I still have not watched it. I've just been seeing snippets of it. But I just in, in, on a more sentimental note, 
she is an inspiration to a lot of young girls in Dade. You know what I mean? In Dade County, if you're not from Florida, we have the only counties I know about is Dade, Broward, and Palm Beach. I know some more up north. I don't know those. So she's from Dade. Um, she's from um, Dade, I believe. And I'm just really proud of where she's come. She's never changed who she is. She still talks. As everybody knows, the new lingo is we go together real bad. I'm proud of the bitch real bad. So I just, I want to watch the episode. I Santana has to be on an episode. There's no way, because he's the one who did the Carisha Please um, and their little viral videos that would go around all the time. So I just feel like, you know, round of applause to Carisha. Um, I know there was a snippet that came out after her, her interview with Diddy, um, her episode with Diddy. I saw an interview from her. She was like in her dressing room and she was like, everybody mad at me because I was like, I don't want to be married. She was like, I don't want y'all situation. I know a lot of y'all husbands that's cheating. A lot of you bitches that's miserable. She's basically saying she's in her 20s. She's young and she wants to date billionaire dicks and get billionaire dick things, right? And I just feel like more power to you, Carisha. More power to you. Don't let nobody tie you down, um, Ray J voice. Um, just do your thing. So I just, I want, I, I think I'm going to watch it tomorrow while I'm at work. Um, and I I'm, I'm, I'm assume another episode has come out since then, I would like to think. So I feel like that should be interesting to watch, but I'm very proud of her. I think it was very fucking cute. I love how Diddy is like really supporting the bitch. Oh my gosh. And let's take a moment of silence for the little Asian bitch she was talking to. Now, um, I feel bad for her a little bit, but I usually don't get very invested in women that sign up to be one of many, right? When you sign up to be like a part of the cattle or like a bitch on the team, then this is just kind of what happens, right? You, you just kind of rotate through their bitches. So I'm sorry, but I mean, Carisha's cooler, right? She seems very authentic. She talked like this and this is how she talked. Nails be long as fuck like mine. I mean, he, whatever it is that they got going on, they like. And I feel bad for that girl that she kind of feels booted out. But sis, sorry. All right, next. Uh, I wanted to do a quick thing on Keisha Cole. I've been meaning to talk about Keisha Cole for a while. Now, I love Keisha Cole as much as the next guy. My favorite Keisha Cole album is her very first album. I know damn near every song on that album. I changed my mind. It's my fucking song. I think that was her very first single. Shine was on that, if I'm not mistaken. I changed. Okay. So over the years, Keisha Cole has been such a young head. Such a young head. And yamhead is basically the term um, Jamaicans use for women that are doing stupid shit over niggas. And Keisha has Keisha has really Keisha has I wrote the I wrote the yamhead situations down. Keisha's been a yamhead for Birdman. She's been a yamhead for Bow Wow. She's been a little yamheadish for Jeezy. And then the latest one is AB, right? And AB is attractive. He's a handsome black man. I do think he has mental issues. I feel like he need help. The shit he be doing just doesn't correlate with a guy that's all the way there that's how I feel but he is fine as fuck and apparently he's a good football player but he was so disrespectful in his his conversation with her or that little interaction on the internet like two weeks ago and I was just so disgusted with it because these are the type of interactions I talk about these are the type of things I complain about which is why I be so mad at black men that they feel comfortable handling us any type of way but on the flip side Miss Cole I don't understand why she just, I don't understand why she just be so open with these niggas like this. Like just, just out in the open, please forgive me. You don't really mean this. Like girl, for what? You're Keisha Cole. You're, 
Keisha Cole, I know niggas right now that would give up all their little money just to just to know you. You know what I mean? If I, you don't want these niggas, but the niggas you want don't seem to want you back. Apparently, she asked Jeezy to marry her one time, and I don't think he was rude about it. But Jeezy was like, "I can't do it." Now look at him. He married as fuck with with the Asian girl, and they little they little mixed baby. So it's kind of like I just I I want better for Keisha. Right. I want I want a better situation for Keisha. And I also don't feel like, oh, something got to be wrong with her because she can't keep a man. I don't think that's the case. You guys seem to underestimate that little thing where when there are women that do have their own, there's only so much bullshit they may want to put up with. I feel like Keisha in her yam head tendencies, she probably puts up with a lot more bullshit than your average bitch for whatever reason. But you are that bitch, Miss Cole. So you don't have to do this. Um, I AB wouldn't he wouldn't be able to even he would he would never be able to feel the warmth of my pussy ever again ever like none of them like the moment you get disrespectful I don't even know what to do with you so I just it's just a special prayer out there for Keisha Cole I hope she I hope she figure it out but I hate I hate to see my good sis go out sad like that and she seems like she goes out sad over niggas a lot and I, I just I don't get it Cause she, she too far. And then that'd be the thing too. Women who maybe feel like they may be a little overweight or they maybe feel like they're not as attractive as the next girl. Don't ever feel like, oh, what is it about me? Keisha Cole fine as fuck and she can sing. And as far as we know, she has money and niggas still trying her every day. So please, sis, it happens to us all. Okay. All right, next. I saw a, um, I saw a video um, back then. It was, it was a podcast. I should have wrote it down to quote it. But basically, it was this black girl, and she was saying she's on a podcast. I don't know if it's her podcast or she was a guest, but she said when men are not financially confident, they go to big girls instead of coming to small girls. And she was like, when when they aren't financially confident, they feel like okay, the big girl, because I guess in order to make up for the fact that she's big and nobody wants a big girl right that um she does a lot more for him or she'll pay more of the bills or she'll cover so with a big girl a man thinks of help she's gonna help me take care of shit whereas a smaller girl a man looks at us and thinks oh this is another burden i have to take on i'm i, I worry about my black people when we when we're so loud and so wrong about stuff, right? And she didn't, the, I, and, I, and I mean, you know, my disclaimer is I didn't watch the episode. I don't know the full context of what happened, but I do know that she said that little snippet and that's what went viral and that's what everybody's kind of clowning her for. And I feel like that's insane. I think that's insane to say because a woman that just weighs more than you, um, she's a nigga's backup plan or she's the one he goes to because, she'll take care of him. And because we so skinny and so fine, I guess, bitch, that, well, I guess it doesn't matter because she's also saying we're at a disadvantage because we're smaller than your average big girl. I just feel like the ignorance surrounding her statement should be addressed. I'm sure she got dragged by multiple people, big and small, because it just doesn't really seem like a, a valid thing. But then I pose the question, um, do you, does she feel the same in reference to unattractive women, right? Does she feel like unattractive women also um get the guy over attractive women because she's easier to deal with 
right? You know what I mean? To, to make up for, I don't know. It's like, I guess I, I need to see the context of where she was coming from with it, but sis sounded very confident and she sounded very secure in the shit that she was saying. And I just felt like that's insane, you know, to automatically just put that down to big girls because you're big and because nobody wants you. Men, the men that do come to you only come to you because they're the ones that don't want to do the work to get more money. So I did hear a part of it. She said, instead of just staying to yourself, and for men anyway, she was like, instead of the man just saying to himself and saving money so he can get financially stable, he just has to be up under somebody, which I do agree with. Men can't ever be alone. A lot of y'all cannot be alone. Um, so instead of just waiting to until you are financially stable and you can have a girlfriend, I guess, you just run off to the first big girl you see. Um, I don't know what guys she's talking about either because I know a whole bunch of niggas and I don't know any of them running to big girls unless they want to you know what I mean it's not because they're just more financially stable and it's not because big girls just gonna put up with shit I have a few big girls that are good friends of mine and they don't take fuck shit just as much maybe even less than I do you know what I mean so I just feel like um her her statement is it, it sounded ignorant the part that went viral is ignorant but as we learned from Kevin Samuels rest his soul that's kind of what sells the fucked up part or the controversial comments in reference to other black people that's what kind of seems to work and that's what kind of seems to get the plays and get you the 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 viral moment but now you're known as that girl you're known as that girl that was saying disparaging things against big girls and you're known as that girl that i guess was saying disparaging things against black men so i just i don't know i don't know how um i don't i don't agree i don't agree with miss mama's statement but you know shout out to her um Santana, Sasha Santana. So Sasha Santana, the week I was supposed to do this episode, he got in trouble for um, old tweets that he made in reference to Blue Ivy. And um, I, I I don't remember, I, I read them, but I don't remember all of them. I know he was just saying um, like Northwest is way prettier or or she she ate ate Blue Ivy up or whatever, something like that. He's basically saying she looks better than Blue Ivy. Um, that's the main one I remember, but he just made other fucked up comments. And the first thing I say is, I don't know why, you know, all moral shit aside, I don't know why people haven't learned. Every time somebody says something crazy about Beyonce and her fucking kids, it doesn't go well for them in the end and jt also made some comments i don't know i think about no jt was talking about cardi and shit like that but these people who i would assume santana and jt had no intention of ever being famous i guess because what the fuck did you think was going to come from these fucked up comments you were making in reference to people that would eventually be your peers. So I'm assuming these ignorant comments were just ignorant comments that were made at the time because it was funny to them and now you're famous, now you have to make up for it. I don't like his apology, if you can call it that, because it wasn't an apology, really. He just went off saying how y'all mattered in Beyonce and Blue Ivy. You know what I mean? Y'all always want somebody to bow down to y'all and apologize to y'all. It's not, my thing is, it's, I don't think that's what anybody wanted you to do. You just made fucked up comments about a kid and they just want you to be a decent person and, and, and apologize in some type of way. And true, Beyonce probably doesn't give a fuck, right? Beyonce is used to people talking shit about her kid, but that's somebody's kid. That's crazy. And in his case, he's in the music industry and Beyonce and Jay-Z are definitely at the top 
of this. You know, they may not be number one for most people, but they definitely top three in, in many cases. So to, to know that this is kind of his approach. And then I just think the way he handled when he was exposed by his comments, I think it was very distasteful. I just think he handled it in a very immature way. Um, instead of just saying, you know what, the comments I make was fucked up and I shouldn't have done that because that's essentially what it comes down to. Uh, I didn't watch the BET Awards in the beginning because it was on tonight, but I did see that he, um, on social media, I saw that he performed. Um, he performed in the beginning and I know he did a couple a couple shows after he got in trouble and um, he did like the uh-oh dance and stuff like that. So I guess that was his way of trying to make light of his little fucked up comments. But either way, I just, um, I don't know why celebrities do this. And a lot of, cele well, a lot of celebrities now that weren't back then, they made so many weird comments. Um, some examples I have, I wrote down some, I know uh, I, I mentioned JT already. Lil Nas X, I know, got in trouble for, for some shit. I don't know what he said, but it was still weird comments. I think it might have been about Blue Ivy, too, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know, but he made some fucked up comments, too. Um, and I guess we try to clear his up a little bit because he was younger at the time. Santana was definitely in his mid-late 20s when he was talking shit, so, or early 20s when he was talking shit, so they felt like you were too old for that. I know Chrissy Teigen made a whole bunch. Chrissy Teigen is John Legend's wife. Um, she made a whole bunch of fucked up comments. Um, and I don't think, I don't think sis, I don't think sis has come back out at all since she made them fucked up. Not that I know of, but she was making weird comments, talking about fucking kids and just really weird, really weird, weird shit. Weird shit. And um, I think that's kind of the, the thing about social media. They always say anything you post on the internet is never gone, it'll come back. Um, and I'm sure we're all victims of it, but let's say I, I become famous two years from now, you know? Um, there will be no tweets of my past talking shit about kids. I, that's just never been my thing. There'll be no tweets of me saying, there'll be a few tweets of me saying so-and-so is lame and so-and-so isn't. Um, and I'd stand by that shit if I became famous, but going around talking about kids is ugly and all that type of shit. I don't know, I don't know what that is. And, and in the same breath, I'm so proud of Santana and how far he's come. He's, it also reminds me of Carisha since we're talking about him because, you know, they're very, very dated. They're very Miami, right? Very South Florida. And they don't change any of that. And as somebody who lives in South Florida, it's it's refreshing to see them still be the, their authentic selves and go out there. But Carisha has somehow managed to stay on the, the better path of this. JT had a little flop and Santana did too. Um, and if anything, it shows more about their character, which is fucked up, but it shows that you guys probably aren't. I don't want to say they're not the greatest people. I don't want to take it that far. But Carisha somehow managed to not get in trouble, as far as I knew, for talking shit about people when she wasn't famous. So I don't know why um, celebrities do that. And I guess that's a lesson for anybody. I know like 17,000 up-and-coming rappers. I know too many niggas want to rap. Um, just watch your mouth. Watch your fucking goddamn mouth. We talk about people's kids. It doesn't seem like much has stopped for um, Santana. He's still, like I said, he was just on the BET Awards tonight. But I know that's a thing for him. And I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't know how it works in like celebrity world. If they have to like say something special to Beyonce or like kiss the ring or some shit. I don't know. Y'all remember when, uh, what's her name? What's Chris Brown's name? Carucci. Y'all remember when Carucci did it? Carucci made that little joke on, um, what's the fucking show? 106 and Park. And I didn't even watch 106 and Park anymore at that time. But all I know was she made a comment, something about Blue Ivy's hair, and they shut the fucking show down for like 
a week or some shit. Like it was crazy. So I just I don't know why people keep fucking with the Carters. Apparently they're very they they have hands and stuff, or people just respect them so much that they do have hands and stuff. And I hope that this doesn't fuck up anything for Santana. But I wish he just showed a little more humility in the situation. I did see some things him saying I was younger than I'm a grown ass man. Now I would never say that. But then somebody must have posted like I think Blue Ivy went out with um Jay-Z like the next night or like two nights later. And somebody asked him, you know, what do you think about Blue Ivy's hair tonight? And he was like, you know, basically it was given, it was lit. Um, and it was like Santana. All right, babe. You know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna argue with you. So with Santana luck, I hope that didn't fuck it up. All right, last thing for this episode. Monique apologizes to Dale Hughley. Um so his I think his older daughter, his oldest, his eldest daughter, she came out and she made a very, she wrote a very eloquently put post, basically telling Monique to like, go to hell, right? Um, and saying, you know, you're a nasty human being, you're this, you're that. Monique's reply to that was very, very nice. You know, it was very, yes, queen and whatever. I would love the opportunity to come on your father's show and talk to your family and so on and so forth. And I feel like, Again, like I said on, I think the last episode, the episode before last, when I was covering this, this issue with Monique and Diakouli, I just, I'm just, I get so annoyed by the hypocrisy that comes out of her mouth sometimes when it comes to situations like this. I don't, I'm not a comedian, so I don't know the difference between your onstage persona and your regular life persona, but you were yelling and screaming and, and basically, not basically, like yelling and screaming and asking this man's wife how she sucks his dick just to then, and then bringing up a very traumatizing situation for his youngest daughter or one of his daughters, just to then now kind of like tuck your tail and apologize, talking all quiet like this with daddy or whatever the fuck. I just feel like if I was Dale Hughley and his family, it would have been fuck you. Fuck you. Because I, I'm a firm believer in, I got this from Charlemagne. You can say whatever you want to say to somebody. You can't then tell them how to respond to it. And I feel like she did all this and had all these antics and then issues this um this big apology just to um after you did all this other fucked up shit and it's like no one feels any way at least i don't think no one feels any way about dl hughley not wanting to hear that shit because who gives a fuck you sat here and brought up so many weird things and it, and again kind of like what i said about santana what i said about chrissy teigen what i said about the little Nas x guy even maybe jt things like this kind of show more about your character who you are as a person more than it shows anything about the person you're talking shit about. And to know that she went so low below the belt, so below the belt, especially in a situation where Dio Hughley felt like he failed his daughter. Um, and his daughter may have felt like he failed him, but he apologized, he took accountability for it. You can't then bring up something fucked up like that because you felt like something was done wrong to you. And from my understanding, that's one of the main reasons she was mad at Oprah, if I'm not mistaken. Oprah, I think her someone in her family, you know, molested her or something like that. And Oprah brought these people on her show. So if that bothered you, if your, your molestation situation bothered you, why would you then subject a younger woman, a younger black woman to the same type of uncomfortable situation because you mad at her daddy? I just feel like it was very piss poor. And I think her apology came more so with kind of what I said on the episode I did about her. Um, no, I don't, I don't see who's going to want to in their right mind work with Monique after this. 
You get what I'm saying? Um, you've always, she's always had a reputation of being difficult to work with and being problematic. And all you did by coming out and saying all this fucked up shit is reaffirming that you are what everyone said you were. Um, and the apology just seems like something everyone does after they get in trouble and they need to kind of cover their background. That's what the fuck it seems like to me. So um, I, I think D.L. Hughley said, um, I don't know. I don't know what his response was after she apologized, but I do know after he saw, um, after his daughter wrote whatever, he said, you'll never be on my show. I will never have you on here. I don't want you anywhere near my family. And he's not wrong. I know my homegirl was telling me that D.L. Hughley is a bit of an asshole himself. And a lot of things he did to Monique, um, or he did a lot of things or said a lot of fucked up things in reference to Monique. And my thing is, I'm not doubting that he didn't. But like I said, you know, in the last episode um, that I referenced this, Monique should have handled it better. I don't know who's around her. Every time I see weird shit like this, I just feel like the, your team isn't strong enough because somebody around you should have told you, sis, this is not the way. You know what I mean? Somebody around you should have told you, you should have went out there, you should have killed this shit. But when she took it to that nasty level, she showed a little bit of what everybody's been complaining with her about. And the fucked up part is, even if everybody lied on Monique, she gave the world so much ammunition with that little fucking show she put on and the things she said after that, that it's like, it don't even fucking matter. You know what I mean? It doesn't even fucking matter because you just showed us enough with your antics. So shout out to the, the Hughley family. I definitely feel like it is what it is. I wouldn't have much to say to her ass either. And I'm very, I cuss a lot. So it would have been, girl, fuck you. Right, I'd have said it right on IG, and uh, I would have just left it at that. Not have been ever. You said some shit about my kid, bitch. We could fight. We could do a lot of uh, fucked up things. All right, that is it for this episode. I had to make this one short because I got to do another one right after this. Again, I would like to say happy belated Juneteenth to everybody, all the black folks out there, white people, and others. If you would like to celebrate Juneteenth, sure. We appreciate it. Welcome. Just know that this is a celebration for the blacks and the fact that we finally got freedom after that so thank you if you'd like to join if you don't care about it that's fine too you have fourth of july and we have juneteenth and i would also like to thank everybody so much so much so much for three years of the podcast it has been delightful this is very therapeutic for me as somebody who likes to run her mouth um it's been very nice to talk and for whatever reason people like to listen to me so thank you guys so much for listening for three years I, i'm doing my episodes to catch up so i'm right on point i've been doing good and not miss any episodes. So thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate it. Please follow us at Let Us Say It For You on IG. Let Us Say It For You on YouTube. Let Us Say It For You, Just The You on Twitter. I did good that time. See, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Goodbye.